0: Hi, I'm Jackie Leonardini. And I'm Brad Wallach, and this is Funny Energy. A show where Brad brings on a friend of his from the comedy world who he believes can benefit from an energy reading. And I'll be honest,
1: that's literally every comedian. So listen, as we cleanse our energy and laugh along the way, this is Funny Energy. Welcome to Funny Energy. I am... Writer, producer, semi comedian Brad Wallach, and I am joined by energy practitioner and clairvoyant Jackie Leonardini. And we are very excited because I have a good friend on the podcast today. Jackie didn't want to familiarize herself too much. With anyone actually but which is good because i think ross just has so much to add and i just introduced him uh so this week we're joined by ross matthews
2: well hello hi hi hi
1: hi Hi. well let me just give. the i got to do with your whole bio your intro
2: oh okay let me know when i should talk i'll be over here
1: ross matthews initially won the hearts of millions of americans in 2001 as an intern turned correspondent on The Tonight Show with Jay Leno. You may remember him as Ross, the intern. He's (laughs) currently the co-host of The Drew Barrymore Show, which Tom, my producing partner, and I knew that they were trying to audition Ross to be the, the co-host of that show, season one. And th- we asked some people who, who worked over there, we said, aren't you trying to get him to be co-host? They're like, no, we're just auditioning a lot of people. I go, we were like, no, you're going to get Ross. And that's who you're going to get. <laughs> oh, no. So he's currently co-host of Drew Barrymore show. He's also a judge and producer on RuPaul's Drag Race. As an author, Simon & Schuster recently released the paperback version of his 2020 book, Name Drop, the follow-up to his national bestseller, Man Up. Tales of My Delusion of Self-Confidence, and in it he tells the story of his coming out, which is still my favorite coming out story in the world, and I'll have him tell that in a minute. And Matthews, you're also a prominent face. This is really kind of where we got to know each other. You were a prominent face on E! You were obviously a regular on Chelsea Lately, and you filled in as a guest host a bunch, and that actually— spurred you getting Hello ross which we produced with you and we did two seasons of that show and it should still be on the air but it's not because it's e uh but then you That's also did all the fun. red carpet stuff and you just know them and you love them, and i guess it could go on you have your podcast now mm-hmm. and you're it's on too long, t- you're, you're, it We're really it is up. you have a lot you have you have, you have your stand-up tour uh, so anyway um, let's just get to it yeah. when you're not in new york you're in palm springs you have a husband you got oh, married no, I'm gay. People
2: don't know that. I'm, I'm, I'm bravely coming out
1: now. just <laughs> okay. so Everybody knows oh, this was too. this amazing coming out story. It was happening yeah. on our podcast. <laughs> so anyway. Uh, oh, yeah. And that's it. I guess that's all. So that great, without Brad. further well ado, done. without further ado, here is Ross Matthews. It's Hello. nice to meet you. <laughs>
2: Great to meet you, too. I'm so proud of Brad. You got through that Wikipedia reading. That was great. Thank <laughs> that you That so was your much. website.
1: Let me tell you something. I go to a lot of people's websites to get this information, and a lot of it is so outdated. You are you're on top of it. You keep it all up to date.
2: Thank you. Well, for the new tour, yeah, we had to redo it. When I went to go look at it, it was like, you know, uh, and then and this year, 2011 is going to be a big one for <laughs> Ross Matthews. I was like, okay, we need to update this.
1: <laughs> so thank you for noticing. All right, Jackie, take it away.
0: So how familiar are you with, familiar, are you with energy medicine? Have you ever done any type of energy work or psychic work? So I, I've sat down with many mediums, psychic mediums, sort of talked to them
2: about their process. But in terms of healing, no. I mean, when my mother was passing away, when she was sick, we did some like Reiki healing on her. And so and when, when she was sort of passing, we had a healer come too because she was she really responded to that well when she was ill. Like mm-hmm. it made her feel good. So that's sort of the extent of my experience with that.
0: Okay, so that's, that's wonderful. So what I do is I psychically tune into your energy field And look at what energy is present within you, right? And all around you and kind of creating your experiences. Does that make sense? how i'm explaining it so we have chakras are you familiar with the chakra system i am well the, there's like oh what are there seven chakras there's a crown and all of that <laughs> it
2: it's like a. Ra- there was, the, the chakra rocks always look like a rainbow flag to me so i was always like yeah okay i can relate well yeah, yeah, it's funny absolutely. i always
1: thought it was a rainbow i always said what color is your root chakra and, and there's a lot of people who say oh it's red orange and it does go in the the but then yeah. you talk to jackie and she was like no there's no colors it's whatever colors you Kind of ascribed to it, right, right?
0: Right. So my work is all about attunement. So what are you attuning to? And our feelings are frequencies of energy. And I see those frequencies or feelings as different colors. And so balance, which is a rainbow. So when our chakras are in balance, they may be those colors. But most of us aren't definitely in for Ross. Definitely <laughs> yeah, definitely. Colors. I would think,
2: <laughs> but, but I mean that makes sense because I mean, literally,
0: a rainbow is like a reflection of the Earth, right? You think, yes, absolutely, yes. yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I run a lot of rainbow energy with people because mm-hmm. what our goal is is to be in harmony, right? To be in sync and to feel as if we are one, not only with the Earth but with all of these beautiful light frequencies that make up the ethereal universe, which are all the colors of the rainbow. And so, you know, it's interesting because when we are looking within ourselves, what do we want? We want to feel harmonic. We want to feel like we are true to ourselves. Authenticity, oftentimes people think is about like speaking your truth or living your truth or, or exclaiming it out into the world. And it's really about being in balance with who you are and being in harmony. Does that, does that make sense? And to me, it seems like a lot of who you are and I'm really curious about your book and the story that Brad was mentioning because is really about living that way and, and expressing that out into the world. So can you, I I will
1: say and you know what, actually, I think that's great that you said that because authentic, I think is a word I would use for Ross. Mm -hmm. You are who you are and have always been who you are. And I think that's what makes your coming out story even that much more relatable at this moment will you just tell it quickly
2: you're talking about when i with came the, out to my mom, mother yeah with your mom yeah well you know jackie i don't listen when you're a little gay kid especially years and years and years ago i know i might have the skin of a 20 year old You know, <laughs> it, I already know
0: it, but believe it or not jackie i'm 43. oh my goodness mm-hmm. wait mm-hmm. can so, i can yes, i ask mm-hmm. you a quick question what what happened because again i channel and this is coming up and i'm hearing to ask you this before you say anything Tell me about being 12 or 13 around that age and what, and what pops up for you?
2: Twelve or 13, I mean, in relationship to your mom, um, at least with my mom, um, I guess maybe my first like plays, I, I guess, like, mm-hmm. you know, I was of course the lead, you know, you audition and you just choose the best, <laughs> so, you know?
1: did you grow up crumb. in a town with like three people
2: <laughs> uh, there were like six all right <laughs> yeah but there's still stiff competition for the lead role in the hobbit and you will i'll have you know that i got it jackie I was dildo baggins. <laughs> my friends behind my back called me dildo baggins though so it wasn't as cool as i thought um yeah i guess that that would be sort of when that sort of when that happened with my mother mm-hmm. was very much you know front row for for all of that i think Otherwise I can't do specifics. It was a while ago.
0: Well, that makes sense to me. So you got the lead in a, in a play. Mm -hmm. And so how did you take that? I mean, was that, did you feel safe in being the lead Were you, did you stand out? Okay. Yeah, yeah, I was good with it. I was comfortable with it.
1: Mm-hmm. I think that's mm-hmm. been the hallmark of your life. You've yeah. been comfortable being the lead and go. being mm-hmm. out there and in front,
2: right? Well, you you mentioned the the first book, Man Up. The, the subtitle of that is Tales of My Delusional Self-Confidence. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no reason I, I should be as confident as I am. But I think maybe it's because my mom, you know, always thinking that, you know, I could be. Mm-hmm. Like She thought I was great, even mm-hmm. though I, was, I have seen the VHS tapes and I was not that great, <laughs> okay? <laughs> I was... There were no Tonys in my future back then, but yeah, that, that's it. And so when we were very close, my mom and I very, very, very close. And so imagine being like a gay kid. Now, remember there was, back then there was no one gay in my little town of six people. There were no one gay on television. So I, I hadn't no idea what a gay grown up person could be. Mm-hmm. I remember thinking, can I grow up, you know, cause I'd never seen a gay grown up person. So I, you know, now fast forward to like my teens and I'm like, Come to terms with the fact that I'm a giant homo, you know, and I kind of understand that. But when you come out to your family, what every gay person goes through, or the, the majority of us, especially back then, is like you—you you feel so strong that you have to be yourself. That that in order to declare who you are, you risk losing the love of people mm-hmm. you you who who you love because they may disregard you when they learn out, learn who you are. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I remember feeling the weight of all of this and. And I hadn't said the words out loud, and I'm so terrified. And and I, I said, "Mom, I have to tell you something." And and she said, "What?" And she could tell. I mean, I was like in tears. And and I finally mustered the courage, and I said the words out loud. I said, "Mom, I'm gay." And she said, "I know. Didn't wait. Didn't you already tell me this?" And I was like. <laughs> What? No, what? No. And she goes, "Oh, honey, I've No, I swear you told me." And I'm like, "It's my story. I would know if I told you." And she's like, "Oh, no. Oh, please. I've known since I since you were 3." And I swear we had this conversation. <laughs> and it was great because it just sort of showed who my mom was. She just was mm-hmm. like um so loving.
0: Mm-hmm. That unconditional love, right? That Yeah. So knowing yourself allowed her to know you. Does that make sense? Mhm. Because you knew who you were, she could know who you were and then she could support you. And it's interesting because this fear of rejection, right? We it's such a prevalent, it's almost like a a pandemic within itself. We're all so afraid of being rejected that we hide from who we are. And so when you're your mom said that to you, that unconditional love, right, is it gives us permission to be authentic. And, and so I guess what I'm hearing to ask you is, where are you going with that now? Where are you holding back? Because I sense that there's something that you're, you're holding in or holding back that. And I don't know that it's based in this fear of rejection, but it's there's something, I don't know if it's, are you experiencing, and this is interesting, and you can tell me no because I'm hearing it. So my job is just to, to say to you what I hear and then for you to tell me, oh, no, no, it's like this, but whatever you have to say in response is gonna lead us where we need to go in this, in this moment, right? Okay, I so I think the question is, where are you feeling blocked right now? Oh, oh, that's interesting. Mm-hmm.
2: Well, um, I do feel unconditional love, you know, I was lucky to have it for my mom. And I think that that sort of made me, uh, accustomed to it, you know? And so I, I'm in a really just beautiful marriage right now. Blocked, maybe, I mean, I think like I'm, um, I've been able to do, be on TV now for like over 20 some years and I'm so grateful for where I am. But in many ways, I feel like I haven't even come up with the idea that we'll all sort of will be my legacy, you know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. that, that's sort of No, you did,
1: no, you did come up with the idea that would have been your legacy. It was called Jury of Your Queers and we pitched it as a show and yeah. And it didn't Uh sell because it was too good of an idea.
2: It was And good idea, it will sell. But I also have an idea called Thruple Mountain where um, couples uh, and uh, singles who are looking to be in a Thrupple all like compete on a mountain to find love. And I want to sell that show one day too. But I don't think Thruple Mountain or Jury of Your Creals would be my legacy. I, I think maybe that's what drives me creatively. I don't know if it's a block. Maybe mm-hmm. it's just the drive, but maybe it is a block. I don't know. Maybe I need to look at it different to unblock it. Yes. But I am sort of driven by that, that like, perhaps maybe I haven't crack the code on the thing that's going to be the big thing. Yeah, even And I'm not to, like, um, disregard everything I've done. I'm so grateful for where I am and what I've done. But I, I don't know. I think it's creatives, Brad, maybe you can agree. Do you think that we're all sort of driven by, like, maybe we haven't had that great next idea? It's almost like people who play slot machines. Like, sure, I've won before, but maybe I'll hit the big jackpot next.
1: You know, yeah, just- exactly. Everything is a stepping stone to, okay, well, this is just preparing me for that next, for what's really going to define me in my career.
2: Yeah. I was thinking that when I saw the Oscars and I thought like, I wonder if anybody would ever win an Oscar and be like, okay, bitch, I retire. Like
0: this is not
2: you better than this. I'm good. I'm done. This is you it. can find me in Palm Springs.
0: But, yeah. I, but I think that's a really valid point you just made. What is your definition of greatness or what is your definition of a legacy? And what does that really mean? Because if you think it's an Oscar, then of course you'd be like, okay, well, I got the Oscar and I'm, I'm finished here. Right. But are we really, and is that really what we're all looking for? Or is it just this? Is the legacy, you know, the expression of your authentic truth is your legacy telling your story of how you came out to your mom or how you've felt comfortable in your skin. And what is the ripple effect of that? When when we define a legacy, I think we need to think about how is it, what is the depth and the breadth of the effect of the energy that we're putting out in the world? And, and what are we hoping, who do we want to be in that? And, and what are we hoping to, to accomplish in it, to just say, what's my next big idea? It's like throwing this big net out into the universe and it's going idea. Okay, great it gives the universe energetically nothing to magnetically coalesce around. But if you put it together with a frequency of energy of who you want to be, now you give the, the divine, we want the divine universe too. We don't want the shadow universe to to be, you know, lurking around and helping you create your legacy. But so when we throw that net, we want to throw it out there with an actual charge to it, an energy to it. And then it will come to us. So when we feel blocked, if we can say, okay, I really want to have this expansive creative expression that is humorous, right? That's, I want humor, or I want to experience a lot of peace and and grace in my work. If you start there, that will unlock the idea Mm. that the idea is actually in the energy. Interesting. I mean, that's, uh, I, I guess that's the w- way to do it. You know,
2: I've just been like hit, banging my head against the walls, trying to like, Oh, oh, oh. exactly. <laughs> oh, yeah. but so, the- I guess but- what you're saying is sort of like be creative with intent and purpose. And
0: uh, yes, what you're saying? exactly. But I'm also saying, you know, who you are, right? You've always known who you are from the m- before your mom knew, right? And so you came into this world very defined in, in self. You have a very strong sense of self. So who let's define that with who do I want to be now that I'm, you know, forty, you said you're forty three years old. What who am I? How dare I'm, you, how dare, sorry. You? <laughs> well, how dare I've got you remember Well, you I've got you by fifteen years, so I can mm-hmm. I'm older yeah. than you. <laughs> oh, wow. You look girl what? Really? Yeah, I know. Oh, we're gonna talk more we're gonna talk about that. <on>. It's called energy. So It's called running lots of gold. You know, it's those golden drops. Forget the golden mask. I just run the golden energy. I'm investing. (laughs) Great. So what I want to say to you is make that, you know, I want to be the lead. I want to be out in front. I want to be an expression of independence. I want to be an expression of grace and creativity, whatever it is, and start to focus on how you show up that way. When you do that, the idea will come. It's amazing when I'm in sessions with people, I'll say, well, how do you want to feel, right? So that's where, that's where you start. But couldn't someone say to
1: Ross, Ross, your big mission here and what you've accomplished is you doing what you do, living your authentic self and being kind of a leader, being not, you know, there's obviously a lot more, gay and you know lgbtq uh representation on television now but like couldn't you be that guy for the young kid in you wherever who's like how do i get out of this small town and express myself and live my truth and you know i don't know maybe i'm just you know maybe that's not enough you know what you want an Oscar, but that's never mind.
0: That's the, <laughs> but that's also Let's be
2: thinking. Honest, not Oscar, but I would settle for like a uh um, Primetime Emmy, cable ace. Okay. <laughs> we'll do what we can. Doesn't have to be primetime I Emmy. Mean, I'll take daytime. Okay, good. No, I'm I'm kidding. No, I just I yeah, I know it's it's weird. I think like yeah, I guess being very specific with the universe it helps,
0: right? But pers- but but with who you want to be, how do you want to yeah. feel? Start with the feeling rather than. The outcome that was the that was great idea, Brad. Oh, but that was the outcome. That's this is outside. what she tells me. I was a <laughs> good
1: idea, but not really.
2: That's sweet though. Did you see that she did it with such tenderness? No, no, she's that, very that, good at that, that. That idea that was wrong was.
0: That was a good wrong idea. It's you totally <laughs> missed the point. <laughs> but, it was super. but it was very, very nice try. But but what I what I'm getting at is the feeling. So when everything that he's accomplished, that list, I now I understand why you read that list, mm-hmm. because all of those things are things that were manifestations of who he he is, right? And so when you look to the next level or the next step, you want to say, who do I want to be? in that, how do I want to feel when I am working in a project, whatever project it is. Right. Mm -hmm. And then when you dial into that, that is the call to the universe. So I want to feel, you know, magical. I want to feel how, you know, think about a project that you're in or where you are right now. How does it feel on your best day? Mm. Uh, Oh, it feels,
2: you know, on the best day, it feels Good, I feel purposeful. Like I'm using like all my tools in my tool belt. Like I, you mm-hmm. know, I didn't leave anything on the on the field, as mm-hmm. we like to say in the locker room.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> you know. But like uh that's uh you all know that time in like, the locker
1: room that's yeah. that, you know.
2: <laughs> yeah. I slap someone with a towel and then I say, I you know, Let's I did it. Let's go.
0: <laughs> Let's go. But it does. That's what it feels like. You know mm-hmm. that um mm-hmm. oh good, I was of use today. Okay. So so you want to feel purposeful, you wanna feel focused, right? Because Mm -hmm. you're focused when you're there. So focused. And the other thing is, I would say, inspired. Yes. Oh, yeah, always. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So use I'm just we're just marking down three. So use those three things and say, Okay, where is it? I see myself expanding and growing. And I see myself in my, you know, creating a project that is even bigger than what I could have ever imagined. And in it, I feel purposeful, focused, and inspired and focus on that. Instead of asking, Oh, what am I going to do next? Actually Mm -hmm. make a statement of this next thing I'm doing is going to be this. And then the next thing will come. I think, I I think,
1: I think Ross does that. I think you have manufactured a ton and manifested a ton in your Mm -hmm. career. If you, if you, Remember that bio that I read. I mean, a lot of those opportunities were self-generated. I mean, you know, those were new shows and new things. And, and Ross just sees the He kind of creates opportunities. I wouldn't even know how to define you. If someone goes, what is Ross Matthews? I would be like, well, he's a personality, but it's he's so much more than that. You know, he does it all. But I, I really do feel like you've manifested a lot of your own opportunities um, throughout your career and really made, made things happen. So I, you know, cause there, there isn't a clear path for any of us in this business, oh my God, but no. certainly someone who starts as a correspondent on the tonight show, you know, there is no path you know, for, for what he's doing uh, now. So he did create a lot of those opportunities already.
0: Right. Well, you co-create, right. You made your own path. Mm -hmm. That's really yeah, but I love like you know what happens, but that's when
2: you were sort of lost. We did that when we were sort of a kid trying to hustle. You know what I mean? A lot of that out of desperation, you just kind of like make some some stuff happen. But what happens now at forty three? Bring it up one more time. I'm gonna be angry. But if you what happens if you kind of sort of like be purposeful and intentful with what you're uh, trying to. To do now. And that's one of the great things about getting older, don't you think? Is that mm-hmm. we can sort of like whittle it down to, to what we know to be true for ourselves and mm-hmm. for the industry, whatever that may be that you're in, you know, but we can sort of, I guess, manifest with more intention and precision.
0: Well, it happens more quickly when we do that. And because we're getting up there in age, we don't have that much time. So we have to be quicker. One more time, Brad, him <laughs> out of here. Yeah. I don't know
1: what you guys are talking about because yeah. I'm very youthful. So
0: <laughs> no, but it's, it's, it's interesting to me because I practice this all the time of how am I going to materialize what I'm asking the universe for? So when we ask for something, the universe will respond. We are electromagnetic, right? So where we're vibrating is what we're going to create. So when we get really attuned to who we want to be in work or in a relationship or you know, in friendships, that will coalesce and happen a lot quicker than if we're just kind of floating out there without any real purpose or intentionality. And so, you know, we can still make things happen, but we want to make them happen at a, in flow at a greater speed. And so by paying attention to, again, I say it, who do we want to be? And then noticing every day when you are that noticing, Oh, I was really inspired by that. Oh, I felt very directional in that. Oh, that felt purposeful. If we start to pay attention to where it's showing up, then we create a greater charge to it. It gets amplified. It starts to open more doorways. And all of a sudden you find like, oh, this project came my way. That's interesting. Or this person said that. Oh, that makes sense to me. Let me follow that. You know, it's like breadcrumbs. The universe drops the breadcrumbs. And then all of a sudden you're like, wow, this is an incredible project. And there and you, you are. you got to be Hansel and Gretel and follow the breadcrumbs <laughs> to the witch. And be careful oh, not good. to get eaten by the witch. <laughs> yeah, good. But. But then you find that it's you're there and and your legacy has happened and and quite frankly, you've done so many things. I think you already have a tremendous legacy. And maybe the first step to knowing what your big thing is is to realize that you are the big thing. Mm. I
1: actually think mm. Hello Ross on E was the big thing, but
2: you know that. <laughs> you know, you know.
1: I the way, may be can biased. We talk
0: about
2: what they would, uh, what they would do for those ratings? Just oh, like, right no now. kidding! Just, no just kidding! What any cable
1: would network would do for the ratings that 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 the show someone. delivered? Uh, so Thank stupid. You.
2: Hey, can I ask you, Jackie? How do you get like? What does it look like to you when you're like picking up on this stuff? Is it something you hear?
0: Is it symbols? Is it colors? What are you yeah. getting? Thank you. That's a great question. So, I always ask that spirits speak to me in ways that I will understand that are for your highest and best good. So what is it that will help you in your evolution? And I see symbols. I hear like right now I'm, I'm listening. That's why I stutter a little bit. It's because we're having a conversation with me and my, my golden guides. And so I'm listening to what they're saying um, needs to be asked of you to help you see things and open up more and evolve and and so a lot of times I'll get feelings. So one of the things that like came forward for me earlier, and I was going to say, it, and then I heard to go a different direction with you and interrupt you, which I did. So I apologize, but I was, I was following my guidance. I can blame it on the golden guides. I blame it on the golden girls, but it's <laughs> group um <laughs> there, there was confusion energy around you and and so my skin was a little itchy and so i was wondering if you had any any skin like dryness or itchiness any or feeling like issues with your skin because it my be my skin became overwhelmingly itchy and so that you could can, be picking up on my skin i'm very dry it may, but mm-hmm. it may not even be your skin so you asked how how do they tell me things so to me That gives me, I know that that means there's confusion or where you're feeling kind of stuck. So that's why I asked you about that. I've never given a a woman a rash before.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Hey, you know what? I haven't either, just for the record.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But, (laughs) But that's how, I mean, that's how I get messages. Like it will put put things around me that I have a reference to. Right. And so I know that when someone's blocked that that's an indication that there's a block present. And so mm-hmm. I get information. In yeah, she, it's
1: really interesting how you pick up. I, I was actually talking with Shannon, my wife about this. And um, I was saying, it's really interesting. Jackie is able to interpret what what she does and what, what part of her experience and her education or practices that she, things come to her. And I think, we all have this ability, right? Is Absolutely. It, and it's just knowing how to tap into it and read it. And what she can do is take whatever signs are coming in and interpret it and translate it for the situation at hand. And the person, you know, and where you would – a thought would come in your head and you'd go, eh, You know, it would mm-hmm. go, leave. She would go, wait a minute. That has to do with blah, 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 blah. And then – you're like, oh, that makes sense, and not everything makes sense that she says, at least not immediately. But a lot of times it clicks, and you go,
2: oh my god, mm-hmm. that's it. How yeah. do you feel about crystals? Do you have a lot
0: of crystals? Do you are you into the energy of them? Oh, absolutely. I mean, I mean, everything is energy, and I think we live a life in, of alchemy, and so crystals have a charge, right? And so I think you want to be really intentional with the crystals. You know, if you're trying to feel focused and inspired, you know, citrine is a great crystal for that. You wanna look at what the vibration of the crystal is. Where is it attuned? Everything is about balance and attunement. And so I used to walk around with, well, I used to put crystals in my bra. <laughs> because, really? Yes, to protect me. I wanted to feel protected. So Did that work? Well, for a while, I don't need to do that anymore because I I do it more by attuning to energy Fields and and hold you know myself in a certain energy that I feel protected in, but I'd go to the gym and work out with my trainer and like bend over to do a push up and, and crystals, crystals were would fall out all over. So I'm a wow. huge believer in crystals. I I think that they can fortify us. The earth and the energy of the earth is here for us to use, to attune to, to co-create with. And crystals come from the earth; they are a gift. You and Spencer Pratt, yeah, believe mm-hmm. in crystals. Well, I believe in crystals too.
2: Mm -hmm. I had a crystal change my life and the uh, that i wear every day i don't i don't have them in my underwire <laughs> but i do i do wear one every it's... day and uh, yeah right yeah. but i um so i it's just i think that's interesting for people because you if you believe in energy then you you really if you, and you're not messing around with crystals you really should go somewhere and feel feel them i think and yeah. the, the intent but it, it's really it's amazing what what it's done since i started like wearing my crystals i know mm-hmm. that sounds like that blank crazy but it's seriously you look at my life what's happened in the past four years since i i started with wearing my crystal it's just been like uh, everything's changed in terms of intent and energy and what's the crystal where'd you
1: get it and how can i order one well i
2: this so it's so crazy it's like my my friend there's can i swear on the show can i say a swear okay so they there was a my friend was always into crystals and they would go to the store in Burbank called crystals. Uh, what's it called? I call it crystals and bullshit. Fucking crystals. Um, <laughs> crystal where this okay. I was... But I always, I always called it crystals and bullshit. Cause I'm like, this oh, is bullshit. Man. Right. And so then I went through a breakup and not the breakup that you're thinking of. It was the person okay. after that breakup. I didn't, and even know, that, I didn't even
1: know there was someone after that.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Mm. And it was like, that threw me for a fucking thing. Cause it was, it was just another one. And I was like, what the, you know? And so my friend said, you need to come to to crystal some bullshit with me. And so I went and I was talking to T- uh, Tanya, the woman there and like, Nothing, nothing, nothing. And she's like, oh, my God, you need this crystal. And she put it in my hand. And it was like my arm went numb. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what is this? What's going on? And um, she said, be careful. It's It was Moldavite, which then became like a thing. But she was like, be careful because it's a very strong crystal. But uh, the people can't wear it all the time. And I feel like I put a saddle on Moldavite and r- have ridden it. And it's really just... it it like, it's made me not be able to ignore that inner voice, you know, that Mm -hmm. intuition and that gut. And Mm -hmm. so in every way, I just sort of have started trusting my, myself and my gut and my instincts and everything has changed since then because of it. So, you know, I just wanted your take on it.
0: Oh yeah. It's unlocked your, it's like a key and it unlocked a vortex. So everything again, we are energy beings, you have a vibration that's unique to who you are. And so what that crystal's done, what multivite's done is it's enhanced your creativity, it's vibrating and attracting to you. So it's allowed you right to unlock this vortex of energy. And you're walking through the doorway. That's basically how I'm interpreting what's happened with that particular crystal. It was like the missing ingredient, it was like, You know, when you taste a sauce and someone goes, oh, it needs salt, salt's an enhancer. The Moldavite's the salt for
1: you. But what is it about um, Moldavite? Do you know anything specific about Moldavite?
0: It's very grounding. So I think it grounded his energy. And so everything about manifestation is taking creativity ideas, right? And then bringing them into shape and form in this dimension. Earth is a dimension of shape and form. It is... You know gravity the force right of energy and so how do we take an idea and bring it into this dimension is through grounding it staying centered staying present being in the here and now that helps it to drop in and so what i'm hearing is that this particular stone helped him get grounded in the here and now And well, and also it's really about intuition, you know, mm -hmm. it's really
2: about that, that thing. And it's Brad, you were talking about how we all have that intuition, but like, we don't listen to it. And I think that's what you're able to do, Jackie. It will You semantics, you know, to whatever word you want for intuition, you know, but for like hearing that thing when like the, whatever the divine or whatever sort of comes into you and you get a feeling about someone or a feeling about a situation or something that ends up coming true. I'm not talking about that tree's going to fall right there at 3 p.m. But, like, something doesn't feel right Mm -hmm. or something, you know, with that kind of thing, and we ignore it so often. And so the reason I brought up crystals is because I was thinking, like, Oh, gosh,
0: you're doing what Moldavite's been able to like sort of harness in in me. Exactly. Grounding. So intuition is great. It's up there. But when we're rooted, it comes in and it comes in in a way that we will understand it to where we won't just go, oh, oh, whatever. No, we'll go, oh, yeah, that's it. Oh, yeah, Interesting. Interesting. I'm going go yeah. that way. Yeah, you're right. I guess mm-hmm. when you talk about the way you even just say that
2: intuition is up there, like it is this sort of lofty thing that's just sort of you're like, what mm-hmm. is that kind of mm-hmm. thing?
0: But yeah, I guess you're right. It kind of brings it home. And so you can't ignore it. Exactly. And that's the thing when people go searching, right? So I was trained in an energy medicine school. Yes, there is a school for energy medicine. I went and... Were you in a sorority there? I was. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yeah. Do they have a football team? Uh. (laughs) (laughs) They were made of angelic angels. Yes. Mm -hmm, Um, mm -hmm. But we were taught to ground. So I don't go searching for my intuition. I hold and stay connected to the present and it will come to me. So it's about dialing into it, right? So everything, think of everything like, Wavelengths of energy, including you, you are wavelengths of energy that have a certain frequency and that frequency is being expressed in every thought, word, and action. When we live intentionally, we are saying the frequency that we want to be in. And when we set our frequency, then everything comes to us. And so when you put on the stone, the crystals are basically making a declaration of what frequency you want to be. And so in that moment, right, when you're wearing that Moldavite, you are, it's like a beacon. It's going to, it, it's. Would
1: we all benefit from Moldavite? Like, should there be a run on Moldavite not necessar- crystals
0: not, right now? Not necessarily. No, and, I don't think so either. No. And so when I go into a crystal store, I get grounded, meaning I'm in the here and now. So what I do is I use a grounding cord. So I think of my my root chakra that's at the base of my tailbone, I see like a cord of light dropping down to the center of the earth, pulling me into the here and now. Like before I got on this call, I got grounded. I got present. I'm right here right now. I'm not out searching for information. It's coming to me. I'm using the gravity of this planet to pull the energy that I'm asking to attune to, to me. So it's not hard. I'm out of effort. If I go into effort and try to read you or try to go, oh, what's going on with this guy? Or really go into my analyzer, my mind, then I've lost it. I'm not going to get it. Everyone should do this in, during, in dating too. I absolutely, 100%. like no
2: jokes, right? But 100%. like you said, let someone come to you, but then also just like be very much in who you are. I yeah. think so much in dating, you're like, so tell me about work and what do you do? And we're like over here, yeah. you know what I mean? We're trying yeah. to make
0: it happen. And it, it never works like that, right? Oh, it never works. And let me say this about dating. I tell this to my clients all the time. You don't want to just fall in love with someone. You, you want to fall in love with who they are with you do you love how they love you? If you don't Mm -hmm. love how they love you, then you're wasting your time. Number one, Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. love is love and we can all feel love and admiration for someone, but it's all about the alchemy. Are we connecting in the places that are enriching and inspiring, or are we trying to fit, you know, a square peg in a round hole? And it just isn't working because even though I love you and, You're amazing. We don't work. And you Mm. know what? I trust that I'm lovable and I matter. So I'm not going to stay in this relationship no matter, you know, if you're Brad Pitt or somebody who we imagine is like the perfect person. Brad Wallach? What'd you say? Yes. Brad Wallach. Right. It's, you know, I can love you, but if you don't love me in a way that honors who I am, then.
1: But I think a lot of people don't love themselves enough to know that to see the person oh, yeah. loving how they love them. Like, right. I, like I always say that Shannon, my wife, presumably loves me. And people go, oh, she loves you so much. I go, yeah, but I don't love myself that much. So like I can't see how someone would love
2: me. No, that you don't can't receive you not married to you. <laughs> you no, know, I wouldn't choose me either. But you know, it's so funny you say that because I, when when I I remember when I was falling in love with with my husband, one of the things I loved is how he loved. You know, when his um, elderly parents got COVID, he just was like, I dropped everything off work, went and rushed in and lived with them and got it and, but took care of them throughout it. And I remember thinking like, that's amazing. And I remember thinking like, I love how he loves me, how he sort of nudges me towards my
0: higher person. And, you know, I just, it's so important. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. How, how do you love and how do you love yourself? You know, so many of us, we say, love yourself, love yourself. Most people don't know how to love themselves. They don't even know where to start to love themselves. And, you know, part of what I was saying earlier about decide who you want to be, that's how you start loving yourself. You decide how you want to show up in frequencies of love and then focus on or pay attention to where you actually do that, even in the smallest way and start to appreciate that. It's like this, I always say, it's like inner gratitude, If we don't start being grateful for what's within us, it's really hard to materialize things to be grateful for outside of ourselves. Um, It just doesn't stick. And so getting present, getting purposeful, you know, using crystals or oils or, you know, different things that bring you peace and, and allow you to feel more authentically you that's, that's being the magician in your own life. And, Mm. you know, I think that's what what you're obviously doing. You 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 kind of you got you got the memo. You got the intu- yeah. intu- intuitive just, hit.
2: Can I wear sequins as a magician? I mean, <laughs> Absolutely. <about more> <laughs> okay. Yeah. And yeah, I'll do it. Yeah, Sequins. I'm in. You can have a wand. Oh, g- girl, you know I love an accoutrement. Give yeah. me something. Give me something to I wave. Want a
0: crown. You know. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Tiara. A tiara. No. Yeah. Have gone too far.
1: Ah. Uh. I always do that. Well, Ross, I think this has been wonderful. Do you have
2: any questions you want to ask? Any more questions you want to ask specific? No, I love this. I love this conversation and I'll tell you why. One, because it sort of validates what I feel spiritually, right? Mm -hmm. I just feel like, you know, when you're on common ground with somebody like, oh yeah, right. And also it gives me intention. You know, when you, I wrote down what you said, how do I want to feel? Who do I want to be? That is the call to the universe. And so can I answer that call to the universe with certainty I can. And I hope that people listening, you know, this is, I think, relatable and, and uh, applicable to anybody, uh, who wherever they are, you know, that they mm-hmm. can sort of answer those questions for
0: themselves, whatever they want to do. And I, I think that's great takeaway. So thank you, Jackie. Oh, you're welcome. And you know, the thing about the question to yourself, you know, the answer better than anyone knows it. And that's the key too. when, when we ask the question, we have the answer. It's just, it's just within us. And One practice too, just as a takeaway is we talked about rainbow energy. I mean, I'm serious, run the rainbow energy through, see these rainbows just running through your whole being and attune to that energy. It will help you get into balance. And it's kind of like getting, when you're in that state of balance, all things are possible. And and so when we tap into those light frequencies, we are now working in co-creation with the universe in order to get done what we came here to do.
1: I love that. Ross, Same. thank yeah. you so much. Great to thank see you, you as always. Do you want to
2: read my bio again? Just so I'm here. <laughs> yeah, <own>. no, we <laughs> always do that. We
1: always do that on the outro. And then the you end. can correct yeah.
2: any mistakes. Uh <laughs> No, shut up. I'm so grateful. Seriously. Thank you. This was beautiful. Brad, you know, I love you and I love Tom and, and I'm just so grateful that I got to meet you, Jackie. Thank you. It's for nice this. to meet you. Well, thank you. There's great enlightening conversation. I'm going to really answer those questions for myself and then apply it. And, uh, you know, I'll bring all of my awards. Back here one year from today. Yes, you know what I mean. I love
1: All it. Of... I love okay. it, and I can't wait to uh, accept the award for jury of your queers. Uh, the oh, Emmy we're gonna that. sell that show. Yes, we are. Will. We are gonna sell we that are. show. Thank you so much. All right, Ross. Thank you so Thanks, much, Thanks,
2: guys. You're nice meeting you. Great to
0: see you. To nice see meet you. Too. Appreciate Bye. it, Ross.
1: Thank you so much for listening to Funny Energy.
0: And don't forget to write a review wherever you get your podcasts. It really helps us out.
1: Sure does, Jackie. While you're at it, follow us on Instagram at Funny Energy Podcast for more updates on upcoming guests, episodes, and all things funny and energy.
0: We'll see you next week for another energy cleansing.
1: And some real laughter through the pain.